1: and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm I'm doing well today. Thank you. A wet start to our Wednesday the 13th. Uh, rain showers have already uh, been falling. There uh, looks like to be a break for a little while. They'll pick up again this afternoon and tonight. So, we need the rain.
2: Yeah, I don't have anything scheduled. Actually, I do have something scheduled <laughs> outside today. You do. Yeah. Um But maybe we'll be able to move that indoors. And uh, yeah, but we do need the rain for sure.
1: Uh, 64 degrees right now. The movie, How to Train Your Dragons, The Hidden World at the Michigan Theater this week for the kids. And the Cirque Among Us at the Cascades tonight for Family Night and Wine Down Wednesday at Veritas. Ooh. Farmer's Market at Grass Lake among the activities today. If it rains, they might not have them. Uh, Full moon, we might not be able to see the full moon. Mm. There's a full moon tonight, and you could see it last night. I don't know if you'll be able to see it tonight. Oh, wow, did you take that? Yeah, it's the full buck moon. It'll rise after sunset tonight, the biggest and brightest super moon of the year and it's called the full buck moon. Guess why it's called the full buck moon? Uh, I don't know. Because the antlers of male deer are in full growth at this time. Interesting. What time of uh, evening did you take that? Uh, 10 p.m. Really? Yeah.
2: There were a lot of people still awake in the Blake building at 10 p.m. There were a lot of lights on in that building. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow, look at that. Place is partying. Wow. It's awesome
1: great so hopefully you'll be able to see it uh tonight yeah you're a
2: big big investor right stocks and crypto
1: <laughs> no
2: no um well some new investors have decided to uh put their money into that's right a bottle of champagne
1: Uh-oh. the
2: record price ever for a bottle of champagne purchased brandon do you want to guess what this uh went for Mm, fifty thousand. Well, it's a bottle of champagne with digital tokens attached. It sold for $2.5 million, breaking the record for most expensive wine in history. Entrepreneurs and brothers Giovanni and Piero Buono bought the bottle in a private sale last Friday, a Magnum with a 2017 vintage. Oh, well, it's a Magnum. Yeah, it's a little bit more than a, than a regular bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Uh,
1: I'd be afraid to drink it.
2: I, I don't know what's happening right now in the world, but that's crazy, absolutely crazy.
1: Bureau. New men, two,
2: yeah, 2.5 million for a bottle of wine with some digital tokens mm-hmm. attached.
1: Uh, two idiots involved, one, the seller, and two. You know what, they've
2: got more money than me, so maybe because they uh, are constantly buying and selling things mm-hmm. that aren't worth what they, uh, they pay for, but who knows.
1: That's how it works. The uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics this morning reported that prices rose 9.1% in June. What? Yes, yes, uh, that is uh, a new peak. Inflation remains at 40-year highs, but energy and gas prices are trending downward. That's the good news. That's very good, very good. It's not just the United States, it's worldwide. And it's blamed primarily on the pandemic. So. Yes, still, still, mm-hmm. yep.
2: still, still. Uh, a couple of golf stories. Uh, Tiger Woods was fine. He finally opened up about his feelings on the, the other organization, the Live Golf, and I thought he had some just great points talking about. Um, one thing he said is the players kind of just turn their back on what allowed them to get to this position in their career. Mm-hmm. And uh, one another thing is, what's the incentive to practice when you're getting paid? None. You know, so. And then the consideration of a 54-hole tournament, possibility of these younger players. Uh, Brandon's friend, James Piat, from Michigan State, will he ever be able to play in some of these majors again, you know, if the world ranking points change? So um, I thought it was strong words uh, from Tiger, and I I enjoyed it, so.
1: Yeah, and uh, Greg Norman's mad at Tiger because um, Greg is the president of this league, and he offered, and the league offered, Uh, According to Greg Norman, uh, mid-nine figures, which—that's a half a billion dollars. Yeah, I think they
2: probably offered him seven hundred and fifty million. Wow, that's crazy. In uh, in local golf news, at the uh, Michigan Senior Open, uh, Jackson's Greg Zeller is currently third after round one. He shot a uh, two under at uh, Bedford Valley, and Ella Sharp, PGA Pro, Eric Tarian is currently in a group at fifth. Uh, wow. He shot one over, so uh, two guys from Jackson in the top five heading into today. Uh, we'll see what the weather does. Both those guys are uh, really good uh, rain players, so
1: mm-hmm.
2: I would expect uh, good finishes from them.
1: Is Steve Medellin in that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. He won the uh, Jackson County Senior Open last week. He sure did. Yes, we've asked Steve to come on the show, but um, he, does, he doesn't like the publicity. He doesn't like me, he likes <laughs> you. He, won't, he, that's, he that's doesn't what. like you. No, he doesn't. No. No, I don't. I he don't likes know. you. Yeah, he, he likes just, me, but he, he doesn't does like not, you. He does no. not like me. Actually, Steve doesn't like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, he likes you. So. No, he, uh, he's, he's, he's camera shy.
2: No, he's just. You know what though? And Jeff Steer said about Steve yesterday. He's like, I take him on my scramble team any day. I mean, the guy's just the. He's he's one of the best there is, and uh, one of the best from the state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's he's just an awesome player. We'd love to have you on the show sometime, Steve.
1: <laughs> he is amazing. He's very funny. He, he, yeah. Uh, COVID cases up thirty percent this week in Michigan. Mm-hmm numbers released yesterday afternoon, uh, 13,800 weekly cases. Um, Deaths are up, Uh, positivity rate is up. There's the new uh, variant, the BA5, and here's what's different. People are getting COVID, a month later, they're getting COVID again. And Hmm. that is concerning because the old rule was, well, you get COVID, you're good for 90 days. Not anymore.
2: I'd miss BA3 and BA4. I just
1: remembered two,
2: and now we're at five. Five. So those those must be the uh, more serious, more contagious versions.
1: In Jackson County, 1,100 cases in the last four weeks and eight deaths. So it's still here, it's still infecting people, and it's still killing people. So continue, it's summer, and a lot of people are just Mm -hmm. letting their guard down, but um, masks still work, so just Bra- be aware.
2: Brandon, have you ever applied for a job that you were not qualified for? Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Really? I uh, Dunkin'
1: Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> you How
2: were qualified, you qualified for
3: that. I wasn't qualified. How were you not qualified?
2: <laughs> I call, I uh, I do this all the time. I apply for jobs I'm not qualified for, and uh, I did not get a call back from the University of Michigan on their new president. Uh, Higher, but it sounds like they may have selected
1: someone. Mm -hmm. Yes. He's got a name that's going to be easy to remember. Santa Ono. President Santa Ono. According to the Free Press and Detroit News, they are going to announce at uh, 1 o'clock today the new president taking over from Mary Sue Coleman after the firing of Mark Schlissel.
2: And Brandon, what do you think Santa Ono's uh, job is by trade. He probably owns does he own, no. I have no clue.
1: Immunologist. Oh, wow. just what we need. An immunologist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yup. He comes from the University of British Columbia. He was the University of Cincinnati president, and according to the folks at Cranes, he's a proponent of mental health, That's environmental s- sustainability. So he'll be popular in Ann Arbor and a supporter of athletics. Oh, so good perfect. news! Perfect. He's a sports fan. Hey, he's got it all lined up. So
2: yeah, that should be uh, should be great. Um, but yeah, I saw immunologist and I thought, oh, yeah, you got to have an immunologist as the president nowadays.
1: A molecular
2: immunologist. Oh, well, that's <laughs> that's above what I know.
1: Whatever. So. That might
2: be. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, it's, it's, he sounds like a great choice. Yeah. Sounds like a great, great choice.
1: He looks uh, presidential.
2: Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I
1: looks would like agree. he's got some energy. I like President Ono. It's going to be easy to remember. Yeah. I Schlissel. Like it. Uh, you couldn't remember it. You couldn't pronounce it. Yeah. Plus he was having inappropriate relationships.
2: Schlissel? Schlissel. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. We went over that the one time. Uh, my daughter's at Big, uh, Spring Harbor basketball camp this week. I went out and checked it out yesterday. It's, It's just been a a great camp, so shout out to everyone at Spring Arbor. And uh, if you're still looking to improve your basketball skills, Jeremy Patterson has a basketball camp for grades third through eighth grade, and that's through Jackson Public Schools. Jeremy does a great job. So if you've got a boy aged three through eighth grade, sign up by July 15th, and that camp is next week.
1: Hmm. Uh, Starbucks uh, has a new menu item. Oh, wait, no they don't. Um, they had it for four days, and then they pulled it quietly because it was giving customers diarrhea. And just the name of the sandwich, it's the new chicken, maple, butter, and egg sandwich. Ugh. Now, I like they give chicken. it to you right out of the case. I like maple, I like butter, I like egg. I don't like any of that. But why is Starbucks even doing a chicken sandwich? It's, it's,
2: it's odd that it that these, get, these stories get to this point, because we know that the, all of these companies have test kitchens, and... Mm-hmm. Well, um, what's
1: happening is the people that work at Starbucks, they're not heating them up long enough.
2: Well, I believe that. I mean, it's just a um, microwave.
1: Well, it's a coffee shop. Just sell the coffee.
2: Everyone wants to get on these chicken sandwiches, I think, so, right. I don't know, I, that's the last thing I would want when I go to Starbucks, so. Hey, let
1: the chicken people do the chicken, and uh, you coffee people, just do the coffee. That's a good idea. Yeah.
2: Hey, let's talk about swinging at the Shell, and it's happening in Albion. It's happening all summer long. Enjoy free live music July 24th and September 11th, through September 11th, excuse me, and that's Sundays at 6 at the Victory Park Band Shell. Coming up on the 24th, Moonshot, and uh, they are a modern rock band, and they... uh, they will be on this weekend and the following weekend, so check them out.
1: I've been encouraging you to watch Succession. I don't I have Showtime. Uh, the uh, Emmy nominations were out yesterday, and Succession uh, led all the uh, nominees with, I don't know, thirty something. Uh, I don't
2: have Showtime because it's twelve ninety nine a month, and I don't want to pay twelve ninety nine a month. Well, you for get it. the
1: get the uh, free. Uh, First Three months. I've already done that a couple times. And then you watch it all in the first day and then I you cancel it. Um, Breaking Bad, uh, one of the most honored shows of all time, is being honored in Albuquerque. Uh, you know, Breaking Bad put Albuquerque on the map, although Albuquerque was already on the map, but they're going to get statues. Oh, this is cool. Yes, they're going to be uh, erecting Breaking Bad statues. Vince Gilligan, the series creator donating two bronze statues, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman as a way to give something back to the New Mexico City where the hit series was filmed for more than a decade. This um, might be what the statues look like because these are action figures created by the sculptor who is making the actual bronze statues.
2: Brian uh, Cranston looked like that when he was in Malcolm in the Middle as well. Yeah. Which was one of our <laughs> favorite shows growing up as.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I'd love, you know, that's a, that's a perfect example of a show that could never be on the air today, Malcolm in the Middle.
1: No? No way. No way could was that it, show be on. It was not politically correct?
2: Uh, no, sir. Uh. No, it was not. Uh, do you remember a few years ago, there was a story from uh, Seattle where a baggage uh, attendant stole a, uh, com- a commercial jet? Oh, yeah. Do you remember hearing He just that? drove it off. He flew it, flew it off. off flew well, it off. the video was finally released, and uh, it's amazing. Do we have it? I think we do have a little bit of the video. So yeah, it was, so he actually took off, and this was re- it was a it was a suicide. Um, the FBI concluded that Richard Russell, 28, acted alone, and that there was no threat of terrorism. But yeah, he took an Alaska Airlines plane, and like flew it around just and a they were able to communicate with him trying to get him to land it and he's, he's kind of joking with the people saying, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but yeah, I don't, they don't know how he was able to, um, he took one of those carts that drags the plane out, is that the professional name for mm-hmm. it? Yes. And then uh, just <laughs> hopped in it and took off <laughs> and it's just amazing that something like that could happen.
1: So. What happened?
2: he crashed into a lake or into uh, uh, trees or something like that. But it's just amazing that a baggage worker had that skill set to get into the airplane. Well, and he
1: learned playing video games. Is that
2: what it I th- was? I'd, oh, I'd, maybe, yeah, I maybe. I think
1: so. Yeah, I well,
2: think. either way, he had the skill set to get in the plane and fly it. So it's just, it's awful it's cr- that that could happen.
1: Mm. Uh, speaking of uh, driving, um, BMW, I can't believe this, they have a new plan they're going to charge for monthly access to vehicle features like heated seats. Do you want? So you buy a BMW, it comes with heated seats, but do you want it activated? It's going to cost you, now it's just happening right now in uh, Great Britain, uh, Germany, and South Korea. And several other markets, but you have to go online and subscribe for heated seats, and it's like fifteen. What is it? Pounds? Fifteen dollars a pound? Like it's like twelve dollars? So like, no, it's more than that. Oh uh, yeah, eighteen dollars. That's yeah. equivalent of eighteen dollars a month. Um, they also are selling subscription to other series uh, features. Twelve dollars a month to use a heated steering wheels. Forty-two dollars a month for access to the adaptive cruise control. You want to connect your iPhone to the car. It's $265, and you want to use the uh, feature that does the uh, high beams on and off in uh, response to oncoming traffic, $12 a month. What? The Spirit Airlines of cars. This can't be true. It's true. Are you sure? Yeah, and this is the craziest one, this feature. If you want the BMW sound, if you want, this is how it's described, a driving experience that stirs all the senses, transfer your vehicle's unmistakable sporty BMW sound directly into the vehicle interior with the iconic sound sports, sport feature. Hmm. Or, or, you could roll down the window. You know,
2: you don't see a lot of BMWs around town.
1: <laughs> no. Isn't that insane? Yeah,
2: that's crazy. It's amazing. Wow. Feel bad for all the people that live in a place that gets cold and dark at night. Um, I amazing.
1: have uh, in my uh, fairly new vehicle. I have heated seats, but the chip—I don't have the chip that operates. But though. when it comes in, right, it, you'll get to it, it'll
2: get there. I hope it comes in. Yeah, it'll come in. That's that's pretty common. Yeah, but there's
1: no payment. No, uh, no payment whatsoever. I'm not gonna have to pay twelve dollars a month. No. To activate the heated seats, the BMW owners—they're obviously up in arms over this. It's not happening in the United States, but it's—you know—what happens over there, it's going to happen here. That's just
2: crazy. So, That's—you yeah. know—that's an—it's an extra a couple hundred bucks a month on yeah. top of the insane price. Yeah. Oh, you want the steering wheel?
1: Amazing. <laughs> you want the steering wheel to work? That is just. What if you're driving and the thing's just? Oh, the month ends, your subscription ends. <laughs> I would get a Tesla if that was
2: a choice, Tesla or BMW. Um, hey, today's show is brought to you by The Jewelry Shop, and they carry a wide selection of bridal sets and fine jewelry, colored gemstone rings, earrings and pendants, and more. And they also repair jewelry on site check them out today at the, the morning show of is brought West to you by barracks barracks creates intuitive dashboards that
0: collect and display show. the data you need on to make decisions today we, we empower Tim business leaders to quickly discover insights and hidden within next. your company's data barracks empowering data insights
4: Welcome
2: back to the show. Our show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishing, now in their third generation of being family owned and operated, and I was with that third generation, Nate, uh, we were watching our daughters in basketball camp yesterday, and they're both going into sixth graders, sixth grade, and they were playing with eighth graders, so it was hard for the fathers to watch, but uh, Nate, I'll see you tonight, we'll, uh, we'll have a better day. Thanks for helping us bring you today's
1: show. Joining us now is the president and CEO of the Enterprise Group of Jackson, Tim Rogers. Hi, Tim. Morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Yeah. Welcome. First time we've uh, had a chance to talk with you since the big Jackson Technology Park North groundbreaking yeah. a couple weeks ago.
4: Pretty exciting to finally get to that point. Now that seemed like a lot of work, but now the real work is really has to start, and you know, moving utility poles and dirt
1: and. You know
4: sewer lines and so hopefully that will get underway yet this year
1: you've i think from day one since you've uh, been at the head of the eg have said this community's number one issue in attracting and expanding is shovel-ready Absolutely. land and now we've now we have it well
4: it's not quite there yet <laughs> but we're in, we're under the, in the process we can sell it that, it's going to be that way soon so um that and now just making sure we have employees that will fill jobs. Those are the two, two big issues. So tell us
2: uh, what the property is like, what, uh, what it could be used for, who potential uh, suitors could be, Tim. So there's
4: about a little over 140 acres there. Um, it will uh, be dedicated to the use of manufacturing. That's just the way the park's set up so that we can uh, capture the additional taxes for paying for some of the infrastructure uh, there'll be sites from three to four acres all the way up to 40 acres but we can combine sites to have probably a site as big as 80 or 90 acres out of that 140 so um, the property is really uh, high it's not um, doesn't have drainage issues that was one of the keys that we really liked about it uh, mr. Jenkins the Jenkins family who's farmed it for years were very good stewards of the property and made sure that it, you know, wetlands can appear pretty quickly if you don't take care of property and put drainage tile in and so forth. So it's a really good piece of property. Uh, We'll have um, infrastructure road. We'll we'll put a road in uh, that will come in, you know, probably 300, 400 feet or so, and then put a temporary uh, circle drive in so that we don't have to put a road in and tear it out later if we have a big footprint building. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to, we have to decide on bids in the next 60 days and get some work underway, you know, yet this construction season. So, Have
2: you uh, sent this to the folks at Stellantis yet? <laughs>
4: <laughs> this actually is going out everywhere with some <laughs> partners that we have working on social media things um, and starting to push out that it, it's availability. Yeah. Um, you know, they probably be, would be ready for construction for, for new facilities. In the next construction year, it won't it won't be ready yet this year. But say. saying it's going to be done in a couple phases. The first phase will work on the uh, infrastructure and road inside the park, which will start this year, and then all the county farm road improvements will yeah. be done next year.
2: I brought up uh, Stellantis. Just they were in the news recently. They were looking at Dundee, and of course went to Kokomo. Right um, from from your perspective, when a when a town like Dundee is putting all their eggs in that basket hoping to get that, and then uh, you know, we're obviously, we're, we're not even comparable to Dundee in size, we're huge compared to them. Right. But when they, they have a chance to get something like that and then it doesn't happen, what's that like?
4: Uh, I have always likened economic development to, to kind of a baseball scenario. Uh, you can chase attraction, chase attraction, chase attraction. And if you batted 100, you'd be an all-star. Yeah. And because that's how, that's how that works. Yeah. And from the day I've come here, I've said, we've got to make sure that we keep our industrial base here strong, and we give them places to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if we're so lucky to have that kind of a process happen, that's great, yeah. but that's not
1: how you grow the economy right. of, of your community.
2: Right, it's just not about the vacant land, that's right. for sure.
1: Right. What about the baseball scenario of, if you build it, they will come?
4: Uh, uh, it, if you don't build it, they won't come. That's the way go. you That's have better. to look at it. Yeah. Um, the, if you build it, they will come. Doesn't necessarily work out because uh, there's so many other factors that line up in site location, mm-hmm. and labor's one of them. Yeah. I mean, le- right now labor is the bigger one. Y- you can find a site pretty much anywhere if you're going to look, yeah. right? Um, but finding the people that are going to work and have the skill sets. Even in this time of uncertainty in, in the mm-hmm. economy, um, if you, the number of articles you read, what's likely to happen in, in a recession that we, I think we see coming is that skilled trades aren't gonna be impacted like white collar mm-hmm. um, and right. technology. Right. That skilled trades are still uh, in, there is a dire, dire need for people that have this skilled trade um, background.
1: When you talk to potential uh, Companies looking at Jackson, you don't use the Jackson County population as no,
4: no. Our labor shed is four or five counties, and the the interplay between those back and forth is is huge. So we always use numbers of our population base, um, you know, million to a million and a half people, and that's a good thing and a bad thing because um, those other surrounding counties can also uh, you know draw labor away from the Jackson market. And when it becomes a, you know, a dollar more here, or a dollar 50 there or better benefits here are, are, it's not like the old days where you work somewhere 35 years, Right. you know, people change jobs sometimes two or three times a year. Yeah. And, and it, and it used to be an employer frowned upon that, but not when you have, you know, 50 openings and you can't fill them. So. Yeah.
2: Has uh, inflation uh, affected, you know, some of the bids coming in? I was, Talking to a friend who's getting ready to build a house and he's almost described it to me as like a stock market, like, uh, <laughs> the cost was is forty percent this last this week, so yeah. we're getting ready to maybe start. Is that similar uh, to We what just you're did doing? our
4: bid openings for the industrial park last week and the way our process has worked, as you guys know, because we've been involved with the EDA, the approval was over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then you do all the paperwork. Well, the approval was based on numbers that we put together with um, Jackson County Highway Department a year ago. So yeah, the numbers came in substantially over what we had budgeted, yeah. so now we have 60 days to um, try to uh, find some additional resources, adjust mm-hmm. the project. The ch- we really don't want to adjust the project description or the project uh, uh, goals at all because if we do, then we have to go back to the EDA in Chicago mm-hmm. and we have to start their whole legal review over again. And you know, if you do that, during that time, the prices are just going to keep going up too. I can't imagine how long um, that would take. You know, and if you think about it, somebody said, well, why would the prices go up? Well, dirt work, right? Dirt work is diesel. Um, Mm. How much is diesel today versus it was 18 months ago? And, you know, you're putting a lot of diesel through bulldozers Mm. and earth movers. And, you know, so that's, that's the world we have to live with. Um, But I got to tell you the you know, the leadership um, peed out at Blackman Township and the LDFA board they're like, well, we're gonna get this done, so we'll just, we'll, we'll just have to go back and sharpen our pencil and figure out you know, where do we get the resources or how do we adjust, but you know, we're, we're way down that path. We're not gonna go, oh, too, it's too hard, we right. can't do it. That's,
2: that's not how we operate. No, and uh, we know that for sure. You guys, have, it's, it was amazing the amount of work that I learned went into getting this ready, yeah. and uh, you guys deserve so much credit. Thank that's you. a lot of work getting something like that ready. It
1: is. What about all those incentives uh, that the governor and uh, the legislature are coming up with? Uh, I think they're designed primarily to keep uh, the big three from uh, building plants out of state, but is there any of that potential money for Jacksonville? You know, there was some Dundee money. That's kind of why I brought that that, up. They Um,
2: took some of that money but didn't get it.
4: When that, you know, if we get to the point, uh, and those are usually major projects, right? Um, then the state will be at the table but the state's been very supportive of of us developing this throughout the last 24 months Um, and it's been more with infrastructure and with doing a lot of the um, uh, investigation work you have to do on a site before you can actually get into the EDA process so the state's been supportive most of the projects that I would see happening there are going to be smaller in scale mm-hmm. and to me that's okay because you have a more diversified industrial park then and you keep your base more diversified and you're not so subject to the you know the crazy yeah. whims of the economy um, but I, I, I think those dollars are there I mean if we get to the point of wanting to tap on the M E D C will be supportive absolutely and we you know we respond to RFPs for those projects all the time um, it doesn't it, just mm-hmm. because you don't read about it doesn't mean we yeah. don't have our you know, our hat in the rain.
1: So have we had anybody express interest uh, in the new park?
4: There, it, there's a couple out there. The, the challenge we have is, you, you know, the, with as compressed a time frame as as uh, factories have to get built today, just like you said, the price mm-hmm. is something we want to order our steel today and we can't say until we, you know, sign off on these bids, well here's our construction schedule. We're close to that. But they're like, well, if you had a definite construction schedule, then you mm-hmm. could go on this part of our mm-hmm. yeah. um, cut list, right? So we're getting, we're getting much, much closer right. to that. And it's just, you know, we're playing a little bit of a shell game right now until we can get those bids signed and get you know, dirt yeah. work underway. Though, I, some of the contractors told us in the pre-bid meeting that um, one of the challenges mm-hmm. is going to be just getting materials. Mm. Sewer pipe, water pipe could have 9 to 12 month lead time. And if you think, the reason why, huge infrastructure bill on the national level, every <laughs> community's trying to do this, right. right? And there's only so many places that produce pipe. Yeah, it's great and point. some of it's d- sourced domestically, and some of it's sourced you know, foreign source. And with the EDA involved, we always have to make sure that they approve the source of where the material comes from. So w- if it was a private sector, we'd be in a different situation, but you know, we're mm-hmm. working in the public sector. So um, we have a few more ho- hoops to jump through.
1: And we have local companies that, that are potential. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah,
4: we have we have a couple local expansions we're working on right now. Um, I think one may actually come off the table for the industrial park just because our th- their timing was such that they need to do something right now. So, um, but I, I don't I don't have any concerns that that park will have clients in it. Yeah. It's just the location's just too too good, and yeah. um, it's going to be it's going to be a. a a park that's focused on manufacturing, which is important. Can you see it from '94? Um, no, because the front door is really intact. yeah. yeah. Um, you can't really see the park itself, um, but once you know we get all the improvements done it's still.
2: Yeah, there's ten a lot minutes. of manufacturers who like that. They yeah, yeah, like not yeah. being able to be seen right on, on top, the top highway. of the
1: interstate. Oh, you can put a big sign up. Oh, can. Well, no, you can't. The, no, airport. The, airport. <laughs> the airport would tell us no, we can't yeah, have a big sign up. The airport's airport. <laughs> <laughs> show is brought to you by <laughs> Barracks. Jim, thanks for uh, sure, This intuitive we we dashboards it. that and, uh, collect
0: if you'd like and to display more the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights.
1: Today's show is being brought to you by US Staffing Agency. US Staffing is your complete employment specialist seeking job seekers, employers, and employees. Their mission, help develop communities by building relationships and connecting people. Find out more at usstaffingagency.com.
2: Our next guest is the fair manager at the Jackson County Fair, Denise Owens. Good morning.
5: Good morning. Always a pleasure.
2: Always a pleasure, and uh, it's a uh, it's a yummy week at the fair. Good lord, fifteen food trucks!
5: Fifteen food trucks, you know. Yeah. And this is something the county parks has put together, and we have two great new interns in the office, Camille Smith and Kennedy Van Kelber, who have done a phenomenal job. On awesome.
2: This. And this is uh, free to get in. Free to get and in. This happened. Uh, this happened last year, but it was come in and come out. This time it's come in and hang out.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, and because I didn't double check on the times, you should go to the Jackson County Parks website to confirm times or their Facebook. Yeah. But it is, it's is—it's more into the evenings, late afternoon and evening, so kind of yeah, nice. Oh, four, to there we go, 4
2: to 8, oh, perfect, there you go. perfect. <laughs> 4 to 8 p.m., so you can do lunch and dinner
1: or two dinners. There you go. Getting close to the start of the fair.
5: Yes. And you know, talking about staffing, Talking about the enterprise group. Yeah. Employees are on our mind all the time too. But I need to do a quick shout out for volunteers. We we need volunteers sure. to do a lot of great things at the fair. You can come and see a free show if you volunteer in the concert venue, drive shuttle, meet some really great people. The shuttle driving is actually probably the most fun. Yeah. But we need we need folks. We we drive that a lot with volunteers and just need to make sure that people are aware that those opportunities are there. And we also do some staffing, yeah. you know, with just regular so that you can get paid.
2: How does that work? If I say, I come to you or or come to your staff and say, I I want to volunteer, I can volunteer for two days.
5: Yep. And we'll take whatever anybody gives. But on our website, jacksoncountyfair.net, is the um, volunteer application. We just ask you to fill that out, and then we've got folks that are ready to plug everybody in.
1: Cool. The commissioners, they get the plum jobs of driving the show. Well, uh, that's, I, I... And Paul Long. He gets the shuttle. Well, jack.
2: I think Barb, Barb Tripp might be driving one this year. We, she
5: did tell me that we, she was going to, so, and yeah. I, yeah, and uh, I don't even have all the commissioners yet, so if it, if there's some guilt we can throw out there, we should do that. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know they like to drive the shuttles, commissioners. Yeah, for sure.
2: One of the comedians that uh, I was first allowed to listen to or read was Jeff Foxworthy, and uh I remember just rolling on the floor laughing at this stuff when I was younger, and he's just an icon, and Larry the Cable Guy, another icon, and these two, you got them both together.
5: Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to Sunday. There's no better way to start the fair out than, you know, a really fun family show like this. And we actually, the show will be opened by a local celebrity, uh, Scott Clout will be opening for uh, these gentlemen, and we're looking forward to that. So I'm excited about that, yeah.
2: Very cool. I wonder if Scott has any you-might-be-a-redneck jokes. You
5: better not. (laughs) I don't think he'll be allowed to do those.
1: (laughs) I wonder if they do, uh, you know, uh, control his content.
5: Really not. I have not seen that. It's not in their writer. However, you know, they certainly need to know about somebody and there are parameters. Mm -hmm. We are a family show, so they're a family (laughs) show and we want to make sure we keep it like that. It should be a great
2: event. Yeah. It should be such a fun event. They've got great stories. Have you ever seen them in person? Scott Clow? (laughs) Oh, no, I've seen. I'm talking about Larry and uh, Jeff. Of
1: course, we've seen Scott Clow in person. I see Scott Clow. I saw Scott Clow yesterday walking his three dogs. Does he have three? Three now. Amazing. 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 And he was wearing a shirt. I love it.
2: (laughs) I love it. Scott does a great job and uh, that should be a fun show, but you've also got some great music lined up.
5: Yeah, we've got Collective Soul and Switchfoot. So um, never had Collective Soul before, but I'll tell you, we're getting a lot of interest, a lot of ticket sales from Canada. And oddly enough, also for really? Hank, a lot of Canadian tickets. I've never had that before, where it's been noticeable. And the reason it's noticeable is because if you're if you're in Canada, you can't get on my website and buy a ticket because of your zip code. Mm-hmm. And and that has to do with trying to you know dissuade some of the scamming that goes on. Mm, so yeah. they actually have to call the office. And wow. and uh, yeah, As well, matter of fact, I just sold uh, four to a Mountie,
2: really? Canadian Mountie. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think about it. You know they've Canada has been under stricter uh, regulations, than right? Us, so they I couldn't mean, come last year. Yeah, right. couldn't, well, couldn't
5: go to any shows. Last that's year. right. Mm-hmm. And Hank, this is his only Michigan uh, yeah. show, so that kind of makes it that much more appealing, too. But there we have uh, Switchfoot and
2: uh, um, Collective Soul. Yep, yep. And that's there's I there's that, the guy. There's
5: the guy. Yep. So tell the story
2: about how you got Hank.
5: Well. And and he hasn't he hasn't confirmed that this is how it is, but my, our promoter uh, Hunter Brooks and I both know this is what happened. But when Leonard Skinner canceled last year, he called his tour um, manager called Hunter and said, "Hey, if there's anything Hank can do to help out, he's he would be willing to do that." And I thought, "Okay, what a perfect fit. Yes. You know, both same type of, of music." and but what happened is his band was in studio doing some tracks and he was on the other side of the country Mm. and so the two and a half days we had we just couldn't make the logistics work but we really appreciated it so when we were in um nashville in october when we go to look for next year uh we we tapped into him right away and because you know there had already been conversation he he was willing to do that so we knew that that probably would be an opening for us
2: that's cool and he always puts on a, a
1: first class show they were probably in the studio recording the uh, Monday Night Football theme.
2: Yeah, they could have been. I, you know, he's made so much money off that that Monday Night Football theme in his life. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's he's it's, he's Americana.
5: Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And ticket sales. We still have we still have some good tickets available. I wouldn't wait. Um, We are sold out pretty much on the track except for a few seats down there, but we've got some great grandstand um, tickets. And you know, all of our tickets include the gate admission. So it's real simple. You just pay for parking, then you show your ticket, and then you show it again at the venue. So it it makes it easier for people that are, you know, budgeting and that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. And if you've never been to a concert there, it will surprise you at how nice it it is. It's so fun. The venue's cool. there's so much more room than you think. It's just, it's a great place to see a show, especially in your own backyard.
5: Right. And you know, I get all nervous cause I go backstage probably every single day when there's nothing there yet. And I'm like, is there really enough room for 4,000 <laughs> seats down yeah. here? And it scares me because I'm like, cause I've sold that many. So, but then when everything gets plugged in, it all fits. Yeah. So. And
1: yeah, if people haven't been to Keeley Park in the last couple of years, they're in for a big surprise. How great everything looks.
5: Yeah, you know, and Chris, I I try to to blow his whistle all the time, but he's done such a fabulous job with landscaping, and the flowers are just beautiful this year. He always does such a nice job with, now he's got the baskets that hang in front of the grandstand. I mean, there's just so many little pieces that he, he alone does, and no one else has ever had to match that, thank goodness.
1: Great. We'll see you at the fair.
5: Absolutely. The morning show is
1: brought Jackson to you County by BearX. BearX creates Owens.
5: intuitive dashboards that collect we, and display uh, the data you need to make decisions. We empower leaders business, business
0: leaders to quickly discover insights this. hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights.
4: It's now time to
2: welcome from Dahlin Burgers, Corbin Swint. Good morning, sir. How are you?
3: Good morning. How you doing?
2: Good. Now, uh, every time you're here, you have new products. What uh, what did you bring us this time?
3: This time of day bring you our new strawberry lemonade, which is actually coming out today. Today? Today. Today.
2: Well, let's try it. Mm. Wow, that's strawberry. Oh my god, that's very good. Wow. That's very good. It's refreshing. Mm. Have you had one already? Yep, definitely. They're very
3: good. Definitely, yeah.
1: It's Cool. Yeah, but, I mean, there's strawberry in there. That's yeah, it's really safe. good, really good. Yeah, and now, I'm gonna have some more. Do you make, uh, do you grind up the strawberries right there in the store?
3: Uh, nope, we do it at down on our uh, Manchester market.
1: Okay, because it's everything, that's a big selling point about Dahlenburgers, everything's local and fresh. hmm Including definitely. strawberry lemonade. That's
2: right. So you, how long have you uh, been at Dahlenberger's so?
1: now?
3: I'll be there for a year on Friday. Okay, and you're just oh. 16, right? Yep, that's amazing.
2: Uh, kudos to you for uh, for being in the workforce at uh, such a young age. Do you, any of your uh, do any of your friends work?
3: Oh uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of them do. Yeah, definitely. Good. Like they look at me as like the role model Yeah. They, like hey, look at him. That's right. He has a little bit of extra money in his pocket. Let me get like him. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and but you. Are dealing with the same issue others are dealing with the yeah. labor shortage. And Andy was asking you before the show: uh, are, are there, you know, friends of yours, teenagers that aren't working that um, should be?
3: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I know, like right now, for our staffing, we are seeing a lot of applicants coming for summer jobs. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We're seeing a lot of that.
2: That's got to be hard in your business because you, you obviously want to hire people long term and train them and build them up. And having people only a few months for the summer, that's got to be a little bit of a difficult. But you have it to really take is. the employees when you get them, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So what uh, what else is new? I know you uh, I know you have more than just the strawberry lemonade.
3: Yep. So right now we just also today releasing our Cajun fries. Mm. Uh, pretty much just a little sweet and spice to it. Nice. And then we also do have our onion petals, which I know you guys have tried. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Yeah, the onion (laughs) petals are awesome. Now, we had uh, a debate uh, when we were sampling the onion petals uh, last week, whether the onion petals uh, had the kick to them or the sauce.
3: Uh, The onion petals do have like more of a sweet taste because of the type of onion that we do use out in the Manchester market, but it's more the sauce that makes the spice to it.
1: Okay, Mm. what is the sauce? It's like a, it looks like Thousand Island.
3: Yep, so we do have our Hariseioli, which is a little more mayo-y, and yeah. then we do have our Russian dressing, which we also use on our Rubens back in March, Yeah. which fans loved it, we yeah, brought it back, good. and it's a little more kick to it. That was very
2: good. So with uh, the summer going on, there's there's a lot of events. Do you guys have plans to uh, be out and about at any events this summer?
3: Actually, today is our last event for right now, due to okay. staffing. Okay. Hopefully, we'll be back out <laughs> Back out into yeah. the wild soon. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a good problem. Uh, you know, because you're busy, because you've got a lot of demand at uh, events and festivals and the the stores. Because you're busy, that's why staffing is an issue. So that I guess it's a good yeah, it's, it's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, you have to have it. And once school starts, you're going to lose some summer help. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully okay. not. Because you uh, you're a good example. You can go to school and still work. You're a manager at Don Burgers and you're a student at JPEC, right? Yes, sir. So, there you go. You it's can pretty go to good. school. It's pretty good stuff. Are you able to do kids stuff? Are you still able to? Are you able to have fun?
3: Yeah,
2: I'm sorry. Are you still able to have fun? Do you get days off? Yep. Okay, good. What What's your favorite thing to, uh, to eat at any of the restaurants that you guys uh, are a part of?
3: So, for our restaurant, uh, I think my favorite thing would be the onion petals now. Okay. And then, for like, something like that, like the brewery, they just had the asparagus pasta. Ooh, that yeah, was good. Add some chicken to it, add some uh, bacon jam to it. It's really good.
2: I had the uh, stromboli over at Grand River, and that was, that was unbelievable. It was very good.
1: I almost ordered the asparagus <laughs> pasta last week, but I just, uh, you know, I just can't try something new. I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> How about the uh, black bean grilled chicken?
3: So, basically, those are for our people that can't have the beef. Okay. So, people that have like gluten intolerance, that can have the chicken. Unfortunately, our black bean patty does have gluten in it because of the okay. breadcrumbs. But if you can't have beef or you can't have meat, there you go. I like it.
1: We were with your um, cousin, my wife's, your mom's cousin in mm. Florida she's on this diet. She couldn't eat anything. Oh. Like, had to go to three different restaurants. Really? Yeah.
2: What was the, uh... uh what was the name of the... Keto. 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 Yeah. 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 Keto. You can't eat anything. Of course you're going to lose
3: weight.
1: Well, yeah, I guess.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's all guess kinds so. of. There's all kinds of diets. But Where's the some,
1: beef from this week?
3: Uh, same place as, like, pretty much always. Uh, nagel's Farm. Okay. Uh, pretty much, like, five miles from Manchester. That's awesome.
1: Noggins Farm, local beef. Describe sure.
2: Manchester Market for someone who's never been there.
3: So Manchester Market is where all of our, like, Verst House, Grand River Brewery, Dolan gets their meat and buns and everything. Like, we have a Grand River Butcher, Grand River Bakery, our production, our warehouse, part of our warehouse operations. There's also, like, a, pretty much a grocery store in there. Pretty much everything is made fresh, local. Like, our buns are made daily. Meat is made daily. That's cool. It's definitely a good place.
1: And the next big thing I hear is uh, something called the goodie bag, uh, a, a shop, a, a store for downtown Jackson. Is that still yeah. on track?
3: Ah, uh, yes it is, yep, okay. yep. We're um, looking for it to open up soon.
1: Okay, coming soon. Coming soon to our town. What are the uh, days and hours people can enjoy Burgers?
3: So Burgers, we are open seven days a week, uh, pretty much every day throughout the year, besides Christmas and Thanksgiving, we're open from 10.30
1: to 10. And the drive-through, dine-in, carry-out, and- Online ordering. Online order. order. Online order. Um, Have you done that?
2: I haven't done that yet. It's very easy though, I'm sure. Um, If anyone is, uh, is watching and they're their son or daughter is 15, 16, 17, sleeping on the couch and they want to wake them up. They just, what do they do to apply for a job? Just come in and see you?
3: Yep, either they can come in, pick up a paper application, or you can go on our website dollenburgers.com, click our team, and then click Jackson and read our link.
1: For you, what's the best thing about uh, the experience of working at Dollenburgers?
3: Uh, pretty much just just opening up new eyes for me, so I know. Recently, the past like few months, I've been over at Veritas, pretty much a bit, and then and then Grand River Brewery. Then I'm not going out to Cumsey anymore. <laughs> not that long drive anymore. Uh, working with different type of people, so I've been working with uh, Wesley over at Grand River Brewery, uh, Jeffrey at Veritas, making sure our events go right, and then our food truck managers.
1: It's awesome. Well, Definitely. busy guy. Yep. Thanks for taking time. To be with us and thanks for the strawberry yeah, lemonade. You. It's awesome. You yeah, no problem. The show is
0: brought it. to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards uh, that shift, collect and display uh, the data you need to make decisions. Corbin's we empower business leaders show, to quickly discover up, insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights.
1: Welcome back to The Morning Show. Good news from the Bright Walls mural team, they reached their goal. Awesome. Yes, they uh, did the Patronicity crowdfunding campaign, $52,295. That means the MEDC will match up to $50,000. That's awesome. So thanks to all who donated for that. And Bright Walls is announcing uh, new artists each week. They've got some people from Australia, they're from all over the world. And they are promising it's going to be the biggest and best Bright Walls ever. And I don't doubt that for a minute. I'm looking forward to it, cannot wait. City Council last night met and new improvements coming soon to City Council HD. Uh, You'll be able to watch and hear City Council meetings uh, in a new improved way online and on JTV 21 uh, starting in two weeks, so. Uh, they're going to uh, put a new playground in at Loomis Park, make nice. some other improvements. Um, they're going to uh, also improve the intersection of Morell and West, which has been—it's a problematic intersection. It's—is it too? Yeah, it has been. It's yeah. uh, what is it too small? I don't know. I
2: don't just, know. Just I don't know. Maybe a turn light. I don't know. I don't know what the deal no. is. There's a lot of construction uh, right now heading in from uh, heading into town and. So watch for uh, traffic backups and seek alternate routes because uh, it's getting pretty backed up out there on some of the roads. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's all for today. Tomorrow morning, we'll have Kristen Pluta, who is the health officer at the Jackson County Health
1: Department. And later today, Zoe Dots-Brown, Sabrina Baring, and Eze Melvin, they are the Saline Torlettes. Yes. Wow, Uh, Momo Saldana from JC Sue Prime and Julie Dusing with Alzheimer's Association and Jason Stoddard with the Hot Air Jubilee Car Show. Later today, we'll see you then.